Hey, welcome to the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Andrew. This is Josh. I'm Eric. And today, we're doing this super early, but we will be chatting about the films of June 15th through 21st. Is that correct? Yeah. <laughs> you looked over there, but like all those dates are wrong. Are wrong, <laughs> yeah. Like, we're recording um, this on... Tuesday the 12th, which is super early. Oh, yeah. it's only Tuesday? Oh, my God. It's because these guys are in because we have a private rental going on, and I was free, and I was like, holy cow, we can get this out of the way <laughs> super early this week. And it's always a battle. I'm always impressed anybody who does a podcast weekly because it's just a battle to get everyone together you yeah. know so, let alone the editing i don't even know i just yeah. picture you at home with like a bunch of coffee and you're like oh yeah. you're going through the- oh i gotta listen to all our voices <laughs> again all these reels like that's still on a reel i think you take out so many offensive things that lee says yeah i always wonder about that because i was like i was listening to the one from uh, two weeks ago or last week or whatever yeah, it was yeah. with lee and then my wife, he, he swore, which was not weird to me, but I was like, oh yeah, it's Lee. And she was like, he swore. Are, are you allowed to swear? And I was like, I, I don't know. I just don't, just in case. But I was like, with Lee, I mean, you never know. He's a firecracker. Yeah, there's no FCC regulations on podcasts <laughs> yet, so we can do whatever we want, really. Yeah. I was more impressed when he hadn't sworn yet, and I was like, oh, yeah. he hadn't sworn. And then he, I can't remember what it was, but he dropped like an F-bomb. And I was like, there it is. Yeah, we're back. Each Lee podcast actually record like three hours. You need, you need to create like a 10 second delay or something. Yeah, <laughs> and we whittle only... that down to a half hour yeah, show. a cue delay. No, nobody laughed. At no. <laughs> I hate you guys. I'll, I'll edit in uh, some laugh tracks. Yeah, yeah. That'd be good if we just edit like a really bad British laugh track. <laughs> just did the whole thing. The, the canned laughter is the best laughter. Some of the canned laughter is funny because I was watching behind the scenes of, not to talk about TV, but the IT <laughs> crowd. Bad. And I thought the IT crowd was purely canned laughter. Yeah. And lo and behold, it's in front of a live studio audience. Huh. So just, I think sometimes laughter just translates canned. Yeah. Often I'll be sitting in here in the office and I'll hear laughter from the cinema. Yeah. And, it, and same thing, it kind of sounds like just too rehearsed. Yeah. Like 75 people all laughing for the same five <laughs> seconds and it stops. And you're like, yeah. oh no, that and was Sometimes laughing. it's in the movie too. Yes. And that's thrown me off before. I was like, is this a comedy? Are they like at a thing? Or were people really laughing at that moment? I don't know. It was funny recently. I won't go into too much detail in case people still haven't seen Tully. But there is kind of a... In the climax, there's kind of a twist in Tully. I thought that twist was ruined for me because I heard something, mm-hmm. and I was so pleasantly surprised that it was something else completely. <laughs> so, <laughs> a weird reverse twist or something. Yeah, so I was watching the movie, and something happened, and I was like, oh, that's the end of the movie, and then another crazy thing happened, and I was so happy yeah. that I didn't have it ruined, because that's... there have been times where I'm sitting in the box office while a mystery is playing or something, and I'll just be trying to ignore it yeah. <laughs> because I don't want to find it. Is. <laughs> yeah, Murder on the Orient Express, yeah. which I know is a classic, but I had seen the Lumet movie, you know, 30 years ago, and I think I might have read the book even, but, uh, you know, ages ago. So it wasn't fresh in my mind, so I didn't know who the killer was. So yeah. I worked five or six shows of Murder on the Orient Express, <laughs> just like, la, 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 You're la, la. Getting closer. <laughs> if I can just avoid it two more times, I'll be yeah. able to enjoy this film. I always imagine that back in the day when people had Empire Strikes Back screening or The Sixth Sense or whatever, yeah. and they're standing there and they're like, oh, son of a bitch. Oh, man, even, yeah, Sixth Sense, the first time I watched it, I, I remember, like, I was with a friend who had seen it once already, yeah. and then he, like, leaned over during the climactic scene in the end, and I still hadn't quite, like, my brain was turning, but I was like, I don't quite, and then yeah. he was like, you're dead, and I was like... Oh, and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And I, was, I felt kind of dumb for a second because I was like, maybe I probably should have grasped that a little sooner. But 
It was just like such a good carpet pull uh, you know, yeah. of a movie. In multiplexes, you're extra screwed because we show a movie at most in a week seven times. Mm-hmm. And usually not even that. Sometimes like six times, five times. And then it might come for a second week. But if you're at a multiplex, it's playing four times a day. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was in college, I worked at a movie theater in Vancouver. And sometimes we'd have to stand at the back waiting for the crowd to go out and we'd quickly clean. Yeah. So if you had to see the movie, you're extra screwed. You're like, oh, four <laughs> yeah. times a day, you're seeing the ending to Usual Suspects or something. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd always make sure to see it first. Because I have the ending and the music cues to movies like Train Spotting and Star Trek First Contact in my brain forever because I saw the end credits of those four times a day yeah three times a week while I was working at this cinema you know it still happens here I guess but not nearly as bad yeah but it's like I've had that too I've seen the last five minutes of RBG and I'm going to see that tonight and I'm like it it didn't like spoil or anything I was like oh no wait she's still alive like yeah but still like it's it is funny with like ending credit music or something like that like Bone Cup Bad Cup 2 was one where we had that for like I think two weeks. And it was just like, the ending was like a Fringlish song where he was yeah. just like, Fringlish. <laughs> and it was so, it just gets stuck in my head, but then you forget about it till you hear it again and you're like, oh God, it's that. There it is again. Or movies that we've screened for two months, which are few and far in between, but it was like The Big Sick yeah. and a handful of movies like that where you've seen the end credits over and over and over and over again <laughs> yeah. and you're just like yeah that's in my brain forever yeah, it's still, and those really long ending, like I mean our audiences are amazing but like yeah. some people stick it out till the very end and yeah. some of those some of those movies especially a few of the foreign ones are like so long and they're going by like a millimeter at a time and you're like stay as long as you want I'm just looking for popcorn bags yeah. it's all good like man that's I was long. thinking of this recently because we screened Ready Player One mm. and they've gotten a bit better at it where they just they put a lot of names on screen. So the effects guys, it'll be like four names across <laughs> yeah. for 30 seconds. Yeah, when Bart paid for his birthday yeah. name on Krusty the Clown. It says Bart yeah. Simpson. Best $5 ever spent. <laughs> like Andrew and I have our names on the Mystery Science Theater return. Yeah. And it's so funny because when... I'm on the first episode because... I'm I'm in the A's. Oh, that makes sense. So I, I guess they do because I'm the best. <laughs> well, they do. I guess they put it's like first name alphabetical. First name alphabetical. Okay. So there's like twelve episodes. Oh, so poor Josh. I was I was watching though, and it was funny because we're watching it, and I like elbowed Gwen, and I'm like, I think Andrew's name's gonna come by. <laughs> yeah. And then I realized that they were spreading these names because you know they made five million dollars, so yeah. however many donations that is. So it was I think four names across. And at the end of each 90-minute episode, there'd be maybe three minutes or more of just yeah. names going yeah. by. Yeah. So I saw Andrew's name, and then I, you know... <laughs> Did you screenshot it? <laughs> totally. I did like, yeah. you know... I remember seeing yours is like episode 10 or something. Pretty, oh, yeah. <laughs> so like, the J's were way far back, but I remember going to see, again, for free, because I worked at a movie theater. Vancouver was neat, and I don't think Ottawa does this, but they would have 10 a.m. screenings for media and staff okay yeah that makes sense so instead of having late shows or giving up a 7 p.m slot or something mm-hmm. they would have 10 a.m screenings and the journalists would come and it was very friendly like people from other theaters would come and you just have to like phone in advance yeah. so i'd see a lot of these multiplex movies at 10 a.m on like a wednesday and because i was just out of film school and wasn't doing anything better with my life i had the free time <laughs> yeah you know so when to see volcano 
Oh, of course you did. So not not even Tommy Lee Jones. No, sorry, Dante's Dante, Peak. Yeah, I was gonna say because it was Dante's Peak. The, the, yeah. the one with the dog, or not the one with the, the dog? one with James Bond and uh, back Sarah when Connor. everything was oh, in man. pairs. It was like you know, two animated bug movies, two meteors blowing up the world movies. Like everything came. Deep in. Impact and Armageddon. Armageddon. Yeah, oh, everything was was somebody at a studio being like, "Hey, we got an idea. Rip this off." That's so good. My friends and I were sitting watching the credits, and one of the staff came by and went just so you guys know the end credits of this movie is like 12 minutes long and there's nothing at the end and we're like really yeah and it was because they hadn't gotten savvy enough and so it was just one name and a scroll so it'd be like it would be like you know effects and 50 names go by and then another effects 50 names go by so now you watch a Star Wars movie and the screen is just packed for 5 minutes of this effects house, a hundred names. So imagine if each name was one per scroll. Yeah. It would be 40 minutes. Yeah. It would take forever. It's great for those the movies that are like 60, 70 minutes, and you're like, man, yeah. we got to pad this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you watch old films, and it's on the scale of old to new, it's relatively newer. It's within the last 30, 40 years, maybe, compared to the 60 years before. Because you watch Dracula from the 30s, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure it just goes... Universal Pictures presents Dracula, and then a handful of title cards yeah. that are title cards mm-hmm. that'll say director, writer, actors, and at the end it says the end. Yeah. So the, well, because the, there weren't five hundred people working on a yeah. movie back then, <laughs> and it was a job like a plumber, yeah. like being a sound person or a grip on a movie. And there weren't all those un- like there's so many unions. To yeah. That. Back then, you know, there were you know there weren't all the, there weren't all the unions so there yeah. weren't all you know there wasn't this obligation to credit everybody and now everyone gets a credit like i noticed it might have been in the star wars movie or, or the last pixar movie like they're crediting the secretarial staff they're yeah. they're crediting the craft service truck yeah they're giving everybody credit which is nice yeah but that's why the end credits are 10 minutes long because in the old days it was like here's the movie the end yeah <laughs> And it's not so bad with like a Star Wars type because you're going to be reeling after that and you're talking to your friend and whatever. You don't yeah. mind sitting in front of lengthy credits. And, I mean, it sucks for the people trying to pick up popcorn bags, but yeah. you know, for you, it's great because you're like, oh my God, remember when Chewbacca said this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I will never forget this, a very funny young woman that I worked with at a video store back when video stores and horse and carriages yeah. were on the earth. When you, your pet dinosaur. <laughs> my pet dinosaur. She said, skipping the trailers... And the end credits is like skipping, oh god, what is it? Is like skipping foreplay and cuddling or something like that. <laughs> and and the cigarette. Thought, yeah, the cigarette. I had no idea where you were going with yeah. that, and I love and it. I, and <laughs> I thought that was so great. Where it's like, yeah, like when you're going to a movie, you want to get there, and the and the trailers are part of the game. Yeah. And, you know, and then staying afterwards and just sitting and appreciating the movie you just saw. I was like, yeah, you, you could be a little more crude in that statement, but <laughs> but I really like that. Yeah. I really like that. And it drives me nuts. And I don't notice it here, but sometimes you'll notice people, and it's not a movie like, you know, like Avengers, or, or like, we're clearly, we all know there's something coming, right? Yeah. And people will be like, oh, I'm gone. Yeah. And I remember it at Guardians of the Galaxy Part 2, I think, so they missed the the funny, you know, 70s style video in the end credits, or music in the end credits, they yeah. missed the after the credit thing. All this kind of stuff. I'm like, just sit and relax. Oh, especially you know? for those like you're so that happened at Deadpool too with me. But like we were just like my friend who I was with had seen it, but even yeah. still, I was like, okay, there's probably gonna be a thing because that's what's done. Yeah. And then there was this like credits go up and people are like, well, and they're starting yeah. to get up, and I was like, oh, you idiots. And then it was only like 
three minutes maybe until the thing and th- but there was like several yes. after credits things in that movie and I was just like it, it, the best is the people who are almost at the door and then they're like oh and they, they start back. turning around they're like oh no it's too late I will never let my friend Chris forget this is that and this seems like not that long ago but ten years ago when Iron Man came out oh man and John Favreau talks about this, and he's honest, and it's true. He's like, we didn't know how good the movie would do. We weren't intending for a sequel. We were hopeful, but we wanted to make a movie with a beginning, middle, and end. Mm. But just for fun, because they're comic nerds, they put something after the credits. Yeah. But this was before the age when that happened all the time. Like, you look at after the credits pre-Marvel, and it's really few and far oh, between. Yeah. Like, I remember it was like, like... Skeletor. Yeah, it's like Masters of the Universe, Ferris Bueller, a Lethal Weapon movie. Airplane. Airplane. Yeah, like, but it's like ten movies. Yeah. Where now people get upset when there isn't anything. Yeah. You know? But at the end of the credits, when Nick Fury slash Samuel Jackson shows up, it was amazing. It was yeah. so much fun. And if the movie had flopped, that would have just been a nice little tip of the hat to the fans, mm-hmm. you know? Because Sam Jackson looks exactly like... Nick Fury Jr. in the comics. Not only did it garner Sam Jackson getting a gig out of this, yeah, yeah, it made you know this tradition now. And I remember going out, and he left because he was a smoker. And at the time, he was a real smoker who, after two hours, was jonesing for a yeah, smoke. Yeah. So the credits hit, and I was like, I want to stay and watch the credits. And he's like, Okay, I'll meet you outside. I go outside. He's finishing his smoke, and I'm like. You're not gonna believe what just happened, and he thought I was messing with him. Yeah, that was so that does seem like crazy, you know. geeky. You know, <laughs> Samuel Jackson's in the movie. Yeah, uh, that's that, and it's funny watching those first chunk of movies now in retrospect with those post-credit scenes. Now that we know what it became, and, you know, and how big all the Avengers yeah. and all those individual movies are, because it's it's almost quaint at this point, where you're just like, oh, how cute. End of Thor. You're like, oh, we'll never find out who blank is yeah. like I, I can't remember which reference is which at this point well and somebody pointed out I think I was I was listening to Trace and Frank of Mystery Science Theater alum have a podcast not necessarily a comedy podcast just a movie podcast called Movie Sign with the Mads and they just talk about movies they've seen and they said if you're not a fan of the overall Marvel Universe all you have to do is leave as the credits go mm-hmm. because then Black Panther ends and you're like, oh, that's the movie. And if you don't stay for the little wink nod towards the universe that I won't say right now just in case, yeah. you're fine. Because if you stay for that, then you might be like, wait, what happened? Yeah. You know? And so like that was a really interesting thing. It's like, yeah, so if you just like the movie but don't care about the universe, yeah. you're less confused if you leave before the end thing. And that, that one was it's interesting that you point that out because like, I, I, I won't spoil or doubt yeah. that one either. But I was surprised. That one, I thought what they did in that scene would impact the movie itself and I was expecting something to do with that in the movie yeah. not that it needed it but it just yeah. seemed like as a fan of that universe I was like okay well I, surely this will happen and right. I never did No. and then so then when that credits happened I was like okay there we go like, yeah. I'm just like yeah, I'm yeah. not crazy and imagining what's happening here and I'm always curious I'm just, someone must have written about this in some nerd magazine but <laughs> back in the day did people leave Wizard of Oz or Citizen Kane going no spoilies. Yeah. You know, like, because critics must have written about Citizen Kane and been like, you're not going to believe what Rosebud is. Yeah. And then someone got pissed off because they're like, ah, stupid critic. Yeah, it's sled film opens yeah. to <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh, God, man. That's, yeah, no, it's, it's interesting now because, I mean, that, that would be fun to read, like, of that time. Because like, there were totally spoilers, just the word spoiler didn't get invented, I think, until the internet, right? Yeah, like, and there's obviously, like, jerk reviewers back then, too. Like, there's always oh, been yeah. jerk reviewers, you know, yeah. so... Well, I remember Ebert got in trouble, and I forget what his reasoning was, but he spoiled The Crying Game. And he said something like, 
I thought it was worthwhile talking about in the context of the review. I'm like, yeah, but he didn't lead it with spoiler. Right, or at least write a review, then be like, here's a spoiler section. And I noticed that, like, if I had the opportunity to talk with certain filmmakers, I'd be like, okay, this interview is going to be a super spoiler, but when I publish it, it will say yeah. spoiler at the top. Because if I would talk to people on Star Wars or, you know, say if I had interviewed J.J. Abrams back when Force Awakens came out for the podcast, I'd be like, we're just going to talk about Han Solo dying for half an hour or so, but I will put in the thing, don't listen to this till after you've seen Force Awakens. Spoiler. Spoiler. Han Solo, Solo how could he have died? He died at the box office, apparently, but no, that's too soon. Solo burn. (laughs) Take that, Disney. Wow. No, but keep giving us stuff, Disney. We love you. Please, please. We we want Solo still, please. But yeah, I'm always curious about spoilers, because I remember in, like, Comic Geek world of going to the comic store and not wanting spoilers. Yeah. Because if, you know, the last issue of Batman had a cliffhanger, you'd want to go in and read it. Mm -hmm. And this is before the internet happened. So now with the internet, I've stopped looking at comic book nerd sites yeah. because they always lead with the spoiler. Absolutely. They always. And I'm just like, I'm not looking at you anymore. Well, that's it's, it's gimmicky at this point, too. Like, it's yeah. so, in this clickbait world, you know, it's 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 like the perfect, not perfect combination because yeah. you're just like, oh, you want to know about a spoiler? It's like, it's too late. You've seen it. So that's Well, that. back in, God, holy cow, like in 1988, I think, when they killed Robin. That's, a, that's weird. I was talking about that last night. That was a big thing. And, and imagine if the internet had existed. You know, this is how old school that is. You had to phone a 1-800 number on a telephone yeah. to say 1-800-KILL-ROBIN or 1-800-DON'T-KILL-ROBIN. <laughs> and evidently the voting was, was crazy close. Whatever, I don't know the numbers at all, but it was it was like 54% kill-ROBIN. Only 40. 4.99 per minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it really was. It was one of those where it was like, Ask your parents because it's 25 cents a call or yeah, something yeah. like that. But today, that would just be an internet poll. Yeah, for sure. But that made the mainstream media because people didn't realize that comic books, you could do whatever you want. And they thought, well, Robin's dead forever. Yeah, you know? and, and we can, can retcon whatever we want later anyways. So. Yeah, <laughs> and nowadays, if that would be... A th- like, imagine if they did that for Force Awakens. Like, 1-800-KILL-HAN, 1-800... Oh, or even for The Last Jedi. Like, I mean, oh, God, yeah. so much... It's, it's just spooky, though. I was, I was at my friend Nick's place last night. We were literally talking That's about hilarious. that. Because I, I mentioned Jason, like, meaning... I think I was talking about the 3D thing. But I was like... I just said the word Jason, and he was like, oh, yeah, you know, because, like, Joker, whatever. And he was like, he thought Jason Todd. And I was like... Oh, yeah. I was like, uh, I gotta be honest with you. Like, if you say just Jason, most people would think Friday 13th. And he was like, ah, I don't know. And we had this debate. I was like, look, I know who you mean when you say Jason Todd. But, like, most people are an in-depth geek like that. I love the idea of you two guys sitting at a table in suits (laughs) doing, like, a PBS-style debate. That's what it was. And then your wife comes in, and he's like... Oh, you nerd! <laughs> yeah, we were actually we were watching The Guyver at his house last night. Whoa. And then, yeah, not MacGyver, which is also great, but uh, Mark Hamill bringing it full circle now. Man, I'm so proud of Mark <laughs> Hamill that not that his career ever went away because he's like the king of cartoons mm-hmm. and his work on you know whether it be Batman or Adventure Time or yeah. Ninja Turtles, he's done all kinds of. But I'm, I so love that he's in this like nerd elderly podium right now. Yeah. And he's 20 years younger then, but it's almost like what Christopher Lee did when Christopher Lee was in Sleepy Hollow or Lord of the Rings or... Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. It's like young nerds growing up and putting... So I, I bet you in the next few years, I'm not going to be surprised if you see Mark Hamill in 
an Edgar Wright movie yeah. or even I or wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised about that. Yeah. I felt like that's where your brain might be going with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with uh, Ian McKellen as well. Like like coaching him and putting him in X Men yeah. and uh, Lord of the Rings, you know. And Bruce Campbell. I'm waiting for Bruce Campbell to get a same thing. I wouldn't be surprised to see him in a Quentin Tarantino movie or well, something. He, he like was that. really good in Fargo uh, season two. Yeah. Like the, it just not who you would expect to see, but just like he, yeah. he's he's really good. Yeah, and Sadly, that the Ash show is gone after three seasons, but nonetheless, I think that a lot of people watch that who yeah. might be like, "Oh, now we'll cast him in something else." Yeah, you know? now he's got some free time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Be curious to see the because Mark Hamill. Man, can you imagine if like Mark Hamill being in a Quentin Tarantino movie? is kind of no different than John Travolta from a certain point of view because it's like... That's certain point of view? Certain point of view because <laughs> that's the dude who was in, you know, Welcome Back, Cotter and Grease. Yeah, you know? and, and it's it's funny, like, he's sort of already, had, like, with Star Wars coming back, like, it, that that would have made even more sense had they not brought you Luke Skywalker back because then yeah. you're like, where's Mark Hamill these days? Yeah. And now you're just like, he's got this amazing niche, of, especially, like, on Twitter. He's so prevalent and you're just yeah. like... People love him, and it's just, I'm so glad he was able to stay healthy and not die. Like, Oh, God, yeah. And, like, right now, he is on Troll Hunters, which is the Guillermo del Toro Netflix show, and he's doing, like, cameos on sitcoms and stuff, but he's he's working. Like, he, yeah. And it, what was the movie, the little independent movie we screened oh, about Brings the bear? Me bear? Brings Me Bear. Yeah. He was so good in Brings Me Bear. It's so dark, but, like, yeah. what good casting for him, because it's just, like, you want to hate that character, but then you're like, oh, Mark Hamill, though. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but then, no, that was uh, that was really, like, not a lot of people really talked about that, but that was... No, that uh, was a good movie. That was a clever flick. But, yeah. Okay, so, let's talk about movies we're screening from Fine. June 15th, 21st, because if not, we're going to run out of time. <laughs> yes. And, uh... So yeah, 15th through 21st, we have two new movies this week. Funnily enough, another Saoirse Ronan movie. Which I tried to reference the last time, but couldn't remember the we name. We couldn't remember the name. I was like, yeah. on something beach. Chessel. On Chessel Beach. Chessel. And it's a, just looks like, it's based on a book, and it's a romantic, a young people romantic yeah, film. Set in uh, the 60s in England. Oh, see, now that, see, if I'd known that, that changes things. Cause I haven't seen the trailer England. yet. Has she got a... British accent going? I or just probably regular. Did, does she do a lot of accents? Like well, she's, she's like American yeah. most of the time. Man, yeah. I love her real does voice she, so much. Yeah, I was going to oh. say, does she do it on purpose? It's like, she's doing an accent again. It's like, this is my vo- voice. Yeah. Oh, God. Was, <laughs> I'm so not. sorry, Sergio. Oh, God. All of your accents are, are like Ringo or... Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah, they're not great. And I also do like a weird Scottish, like Russian mobster. It's not great. But still, Andrew knows I'm doing my yeah. best. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so on Chesil Beach, and then the other new film we have, which I'm really excited about, is Disobedience, mm-hmm. which comes from the director of A Fantastic Woman, which won the oh, best nice. foreign oh. language film. Yeah, the, the director's name looked familiar. I, I love that movie. Yeah. And he did another film, which I haven't seen yet, so i got to track that one down as well, but I love A Fantastic Woman. The actress in it was spectacular, mm-hmm. and I'm very curious to see what she does next. Yeah. And it's just one of those movies that you watch, and... Not to make light of it, but as a straight 40-year-old white dude, you watch and you're just like, oh, we're the worst. Yeah. Oh, I hate me. Oh, man. Unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's a uplifting movie at points, but also has points of this woman being abused and harassed. And it's just like, ugh. Afraid of that. But it's, man, it was good. But so, So this film is about forbidden romance in the Orthodox Church. It's Rachel Weisz and Rachel McAdams. The two Rachels. Two Rachels. That was yeah. the original title, actually. But two Rachels. <laughs> but oh, it looks good. The trailer again looks like a movie that you're gonna watch and be like, "Oh, I hate white guys." Yeah, that's. <laughs> but, we're so terrible. The worst. But so that's our two new films. 
what we've tagged our Ottawa Classic premiere, and I think this because Lee thinks this hasn't screened here before, okay. like even 45 years ago, is Ganja and Hess, which is a... Does it classify as blaxploitation? It's or horror. not really. Or... It's more of an art film, art house. But but it's got like a supernatural element, right? Yeah, it's it's about this um, professor, this anthropology professor played by Dwayne Jones, who was in Night of the Living Dead, the great Dwayne Amazing. Jones, and he's uh, stabbed with a poisonous dagger that gives him an insatiable thirst for human blood. Okay, but it's not a tra- It's not a traditional vampire right. movie it's more of like a surreal yeah, yeah kind of like he's, he's, he's not it's not like a vampire movie no it's not like Dra- it's not like dracula it's like he kills people and he, like it it's like a metaphor for addiction right okay yeah spike lee did a remake of it a few years ago called really? uh, sweet what? sweet blood of jesus what what? I can yeah. that. And I honestly, like, if it wasn't Andrew, I think he was making that up. <laughs> yeah, but, like, no. I, I, you have wow. these deep cuts where I'm How like... How did I miss that? I don't even... I've never heard I, of Well, that. I mean, it didn't... I don't think it got much of a yeah. release, but... That's He's done a couple insane. movies the last few years yeah. that have just yeah. disappeared. I love Dwayne Jones, and oh, yeah. it's... He didn't do many films. Like, even on IMDb, I think it's, like, five movies or something There's also... Like there's another film, another, like, lost film... That's coming out that he's in. I forget what it's called, but yeah, he did like a few films, but he he became a an acting teacher, I think. He, yeah, yeah that, that that was really his main. And I think did a lot of stage stuff, and then yeah. sadly died relatively. Yeah, young. he died pretty young. Yeah, yeah. but I I'll, I'll never forget Night of the Living Dead because it was just and I love how George Romero said he wasn't cast as a gimmick. He was yeah. cast because he was the best actor they found. Yeah. Then by happenstance and very interestingly, he became this great you know representation of how black people were treated in the yeah. 60s. And well, especially the gut punch ending. Oh, yeah. Ending. Spoiler. Just, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's, we've only played it twice in the last year. <laughs> yeah. There's still time to but, see it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Dwayne up on screen because yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything else. But I've, Yeah, me either. And I've never seen... I've, I've known that title for a while, but especially just because it's, it's a strange title. You know, yes. and you're just like... You're like, what is this like a pot comedy or something? But, like, it's not. <laughs> so... Pretty excited about that. Yeah, and then we have the Old School 3D 35 millimeter Film Festival. Oh, I'm so excited. I'll do the roll call. It's Friday 13th Part 3, Frankenstein's Bloody Terror, Dynasty, which... Not the so not the TV show. The People have asked me about it so many times. Oh like, God. no, it's not this show. And Star Chaser, The Legend of Orin, plus a Friday night and Saturday night secret cinema, which is free for members. So, six movies in three days. Yeah. Two of them free if you're a member. I hope everyone has just cleared their schedule and is coming to everything. I, I did. It's the perfect Father's Day afternoon to come see Star Chaser yeah, yeah. with your dad. My, what I was thinking of last night is, are we doing a normal cinema this month on the 30th? Or does no, this, this is count? it. Okay, that's what I, I thought. I do believe this is it. Because I feel yeah. like people are going to ask that and they're just going to get like greedy. And by people, I mean me, basically. Yes. It was just like... No, I could be wrong, but I do believe this will be the Saturday Night Cinema. Yeah. And then we'll also have Rocky Horror and The Room. And we just found out, hot off the presses, that we lied to everybody and said, we're going to sell the glasses. Yeah. So what's actually happening is that got switched on us. I had to, to email the guy and be like, don't print our flyer. Yeah. And, and like did it with a minute to spare kind oh, of man. thing. So they're actually, the person who's bringing the films is also bringing these glasses. Yeah. I am going to post on Facebook and Twitter after we finish this because... Lee emailed back the specs because a couple of people asked me about it. Yeah. Because, you know, 35 millimeter nerds want to know everything about it. <laughs> I love so that. it's, I don't remember off the top of my head, but check online. You'll find that online. Yeah. And 
the big thing is going to be, please give us back the glasses at the end. Yeah. Don't pocket them and make a run for it. We know they're cool and unique, but yeah. just, just please don't. This guy needs them so he can continue to do this. And we hopefully, maybe we'll get some future thing from him sometime. Yeah, you never so. know. If this does great, maybe next year we'll just do this again, oh, you know? There's a few more in the pipeline, I'm sure, like, that yeah, we I'm don't sure, know I'm, about. I wish, supposedly, you know, so many people are too shy to do this, which yeah. is funny, because it's just two people, three people sitting around talking. <laughs> but I think he has more. I'm not sure. The two movies that we're showing for Secret Cinema, you will regret for the rest of your life if you don't come to Absolutely. see. Absolutely. <laughs> All I will say is it's, they're not stuff as obscure as Frankenstein's Bloody Terror or Star Chaser or yeah. Dynasty. Yeah. It's stuff I've heard of. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to be super fun. And they're not going to be too, too late because... Friday 13th and Frankenstein are both like 90 minutes. Yeah. So they're going to start at 11. So you're not going to be up too late. You know, it's not going to be like starting a movie at midnight. Nah. So if you miss it, you're going to be like, that time Homer didn't go see Mr. Yeah, T at the mall. Exactly. Like, it's, it's not worth it. No, I'm, I'll miss Dynasty. I'll be working that. But I mean, I'll, I'll, hearing it'll be good too. I yeah. Feel like. I'm going to miss Star Chaser, but I'm going to be standing at the back of the cinema with 3D glasses on. And yeah. I, I, I joked, I'm going to like, Put a sign up at the front. Manager watching movie. Please yeah. come back. It's too important. We have a rental afterwards, though, so it should be okay. So there's not going to be people like buying tickets in advance. Mm, so I think true. I'll be able to balance. Usually I don't like watching a movie while I'm working because you got to answer the phone and get yeah. caught up on stuff. But this is a rare exception where I'm going to be standing at the back on the stairs just yeah. with 3D glasses on. So That's going to be a good one-two punch, I feel like. And like we hope this does well, but you know this might never happen again. So yeah. come see these because who knows when's the next time you'll get to see... 35 millimeter is rare enough. 35 millimeter with 3D glasses. And then with not blue and red 3D yeah. glasses, even more. Like, it's just... Yeah, I, like I said, I'm going to put it online, but it is something of clear okay. lenses, you Yeah, know? I'm, I'm really interested to see what it looks like, because yeah. it's like, I, I already thought... I know Andrew and I were both pumped to bring our Friday 13th 3 glasses that come right. with the Blu-ray. And just, you know, and I, I think there was another customer who asked me about that. But, you know, I feel like I'd rather be able to see the movie actually work properly instead of wearing my non-functioning glasses. Let me see. I just realized I could bring it up on my oh, smarty phone. Nice. So here's what Lee said. They are similar to the type of chromatic filter lenses Dolby 3D uses. They are not crappy anaglyph red-blue glasses and are similar but provide a better result than the circular linear polarized type. Man. Those are a lot of big words. Did he words. copy and paste, or did he just go all in? <laughs> Maybe, like, that I don't is know. impressive. So, in layman's terms, I think that is, they are not the red-blue glasses. They're, they're better. They're similar to the modern digital type, yeah. but used with the 35 millimeter. So, Wild. there you go. I don't think I've ever... Actually, that does sound a little bit like, I, I think, like, uh, the Michael Jackson one, the, like, yeah. whatever that one was. I can't remember now. Mr. Moonwalker, or whatever. Moonwalker. Moonwalker. I can't... I can't. It was like the short film version, though. Because, like, yeah. Moonwalker, I think they did an extended one still. Not that I... Captain Neo? Captain yeah, Neo. yes. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. Nice. Good work with the deep cut there. Man, by the time I got to Disney World, Captain Neo was gone. Uh, and I don't know if it's ever coming back. I Well, at this point, I'm going to say no. Yeah. <laughs> you might have you missed the boat on that one. When I was there, Universal had Terminator 3D, that which was, was pretty spectacular. Sweet. Yeah. And Disney had Muppets 3D, which was pretty spectacular, which yeah. was just a, a short, like, behind-the-scenes thing. Yeah. But then when Gonzo got shot by the Terminator, I thought that yeah. was a little much. <laughs> Weird but, crossover. Yeah, yes. <laughs> got to reuse the footage. And now I think something might be 3D there, like the Simpsons ride or Yeah, there's like or a Harry Potter or something. I don't know. There's I don't remember what things are anymore. Like, 
It's too yeah, funny. they switch things fast. No, Disney doesn't own Harry Potter. What the hell am I talking about? You don't know what's happening. Okay, <laughs> so we're going to wrap this up because I think you guys, I think the movie we're screening is going to wrap up soonish. You guys can go wrangle the crowd out of the theater. Uh, we have and, to go to um, Chesil Beach. Yeah. <laughs> wherever that is. So go visit our friends at House of Targ. They've always got cool stuff going on. Check our social media. We're on all the things. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Stay tuned for more announcements of cool things coming up soon. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing the rest of the summer. No, Sunday, free play plus Star Chaser would be That's pretty advisable. cool, yeah. Come see Star Chaser and then... Or... Dynasty. Come see Dynasty and then afterwards you can go at 10.30 and play free play for yeah, a couple yeah. hours. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going to be yeah, doing. Yeah, you're going to be doing that. I, I can do that after I work, I guess. I'll, uh, yeah. uh, that'll help me get over missing Dynasty. Yeah. So sad. So thanks for listening, everybody. Keep coming to see cool movies, and we'll keep trying to show you cool movies. And we'll see you soon at the Mayfair. See you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, well, well. Weekends are a good time to escape to the woods. Unless the weekend begins with Friday the 13th. Because 13 is an unlucky number. But out here, so are 1 through 12. Because these are Jason's woods. And nobody leaves them. Alive. Friday the 13th, part 3, in 3D. Jason, you can't fight him. You can't stop him. And now, you can't even keep him on the screen. Friday, the 13th, part 3, in 3D. Now, when it comes to killing in Jason's woods, Jason will come to you. Friday, the 13th, part 3, in 3D. A new dimension in terror. It will scare you. on it.